Are you a Christian songwriter wishing you could be heard by the right people in Nashville? Yeah, we get it. You've been writing for years, but you have no idea how to be heard, how to get your songs out there, or how to connect your talent with opportunities. You feel stuck and wonder if you'll ever get a real break. NCS Bootcamp is your chance to be heard by taking your songwriting to a level you've only dreamed of. It gives you hands-on, personalized coaching and mentoring to help you think and write like a professional Christian songwriter determined to impact the world with your songs. If you're ready to empower your songwriting dreams, go to nashvillechristiansongwriters.com slash bootcamp to book your free songwriting breakthrough strategy call today. Become the songwriter you were born to be with NCS Bootcamp. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Song Revolution Podcast, brought to you by Nashville Christian Songwriters. Nashville Christian Songwriters exists to empower Christian songwriters worldwide. I'm John Chisholm, and this podcast exists to bring you valuable songwriting insights, inspiration, interviews, and just all-around good fun with some of the greatest songwriters, producers, arrangers, artists, and creatives, and beyond. You can find out a whole lot more about us at NashvilleChristianSongwriters.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on the show today. I have a great one for you. A couple of weeks ago, I got to sit down with my amazing friend, Jackie Patillo. Jackie and I have a lot of history together at Starsong Communications back in the day when we were working with Phillips, Craig and Dean, Petra Newsboys, so many different people back in that time. And Jackie is now the president of the Gospel Music Association. The Gospel Music Association is known as the GMA here in uh, and around Nashville. And Jackie is doing a bang up job as uh, the leader of that organization. They are actually uh, they, they actually work with up and coming generations in songwriting, performance, and just the entire record music business industry. And Jackie is uh, she's a veteran. She's uh, just amazing in this whole industry, and she's such a sweetheart. I love her to pieces. And uh, the GMA is actually in residence at Lipscomb University, and they didn't pay me for an endorsement, but they have some amazing things going on. So if you would like to further your exposure and your education in the recording industry, songwriting, performance, all of that, Lipscomb is a great option. And you can connect with Jackie right there on the campus. And that's where they have the Dove Awards and the Immerse Conference every year. And Jackie is just, she's just the best. I love you, Jackie. Thank you for sitting down with me for a little while to be on the show. So you guys listening, just sit back and enjoy my sweet friend, Jackie. Jackie Patillo, welcome to the show. I am so glad to see you, John Chisholm. No, we go fun. way back. We do. I mean, nine. Wait, um, it don't, was. Don't tell. Don't even say. Well, it's so far back. Yeah. Well, there are people that are like still alive from back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> A few. Okay. Old as Methuselah. Okay, so it was the late 80s, early, early yes, 90s. it was. And we wound up together at Star Song. We were at Star Song. Yeah. And just to set the record straight, John brought Phillips, Craig, and Dean to Star Song. Ta-da! And nobody knew who these guys were. They weren't called Phillips, Craig, and Dean. No. I think we just called them the Three Amigos for a we while. We did. 
I know. I did get a thank you on their first cassette. Well, because we we did acknowledge did. that you were the guy. I know, even right? Even though I ended up working with them. <laughs> and did a fabulous job. It was quite an experience. 25 years later, they're still rocking and rolling. And they're still writing songs and singing. And Paul Mills, a producer, yeah. is now doing scores for movies. I know. I can only imagine. Awesome. Et cetera. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing, Jackie. Yeah, we're still many. How many records did you wind up doing with them, with PCD? Gosh, maybe four. Yeah. Including wow. Christmas. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. One of my favorite stories from back in the day is, um, you know, these guys were pastors. Mm-hmm. They were not polished studio artists, but they were hilarious. They were just funny. And... Um, Randy would say to Paul, let her rip, tater chip. <laughs> that was his way. Totally he has set that southern yeah. draw. <laughs> and it's just to say, okay, go ahead and roll the tape. And um, so I decided, you know what? That There's just so much personality in that. Let's just keep it on. Let's keep it in the record. And so I come to find they do concerts and people in the audience would yell out, let, let her rip, tater chip. <laughs> So fun. Yeah, we had Dan on the show uh, earlier this year, and so it's good to reconnect with him. And I need to connect with with Sean and Randy again and kind of check in on them. They're all still in the local church. They're all still very plugged in. Well, it's always amazing that they could live in separate states. Yeah But have this unique calling in unity together. Yeah. Um, It's nothing like when... When God calls something and puts something together, it doesn't have to look like anything you've ever seen. doesn't have to sound like anything yeah. you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. But when God does it, there's just a certain, and, and adds his anointing to yeah, it. There's boy. just a power. I know, right? And these guys, their harmonies were just amazing. Their songwriting was superb. But their commitment to their church, they knew who they were. They had a creative identity and they had a spiritual calling that they never got confused about, no matter so how popular. Cool. So cool. Now they're, well, I know Dan's a grandpa. I'm not sure about Sean and Randy. I just haven't been in touch with them enough, but. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I, you know, there you go talking about how old we're. I'm sorry. It just sort of happens. I, know, I can't help I it. But okay. who else did you work with? Gosh, when we were at Star Song, I'm trying to think. Um, I did a group called Sierra, but then, you know, and I went to the Benson Company right after Star Song, mm. and that's where I was able to sign Natalie Grant, and we did her first record. <laughs> Natalie was from Seattle and had come to town, and she was um, an assistant to Pastor Chris Williamson at Strong Tower Bible Church. Who knew? Here in town. She'd Here come in, to, in Nashville. Oh, my gosh. Mitchell Solaric was her manager and still is after all these years. And so it was really a privilege to look back and go, wow, I, I signed Natalie Grant Mm-mm-mm. and did her first record mm. and introduced her to Bernie. Isn't that something? Matchmaker to boot. It was wow. Match made in heaven. There you go. Yeah. Power yeah. couple. Yeah. 
Let's go back to your story. I don't want to yeah. miss. I don't want to miss your story too much, and then we'll we'll spend a lot of time talking about GMA. But so you went from Star Song to Benson, and then to Integrity, right? Right after that. Yes, Mobile, so, Alabama, and which I was down in Mobile in from '92 to '96. I love the job. Hated living in Mobile. I know, right? Mobile's not the end of the earth, but you can see it from there. Oh, but you know, we have so, so many great friends down in Mobile, hard. and I wound up. I wound up serving Christchurch Mobile for six years, oh. right? And so, That's right. yeah. So, I mean, we have deep roots. Our daughter was born there. So, you know, lovely people that we we adore are still down in Mobile. But but it's definitely different than Nashville. It's definitely different. I moved into Mobile in 2000 to be the general manager of their gospel division. Mm-hmm. So I worked with Israel Houghton, Joe Pace, and um, Lisa McClendon. I, I did Lisa. a record with Lisa McClendon and Neo Soul artist. That was fun. So um, I'd always had a heart to work in gospel. You know, I had this CCM career here in Nashville, saw the need and the opportunity in the gospel world, and um, it really was my heart's desire. And I got that opportunity when I went to um, Integrity and headed up that division hmm. there. So I was there for five years before I moved on to Verity Records as the VP of A&R and Artist Development at Verity, where I got to work with some of the biggest in names in gospel music. In New York. In New York. Yeah, yeah. who were you working with? Kirk Franklin, Dottie McClurkin, and Fred Hammond. And yeah, it was quite an eye-opening experience in many ways. Just, you can imagine the cultural shift from Mobile to New York. Wow. Wow. But did you feel like you were in your more your element? Uh, in some ways. Yeah. In some ways, it was definitely an adventure. Yeah. And um, it was stretching and... Um, in a lot of positive ways. You live in the city? I lived right across the, through the tunnel in West New York, New Jersey. Mm. So I took the the boat and the bus to work wow, every day. every day. Yeah, took the ferry. How you know, fun. Public transportation is way different. Yeah, in yeah. In New York. So. What, what street were your offices on? Madison. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Dang, girl. Madison Avenue. There you Very go. Working with some of the top gospel. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Marvin Sapp. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. These are great names. These are great artists. Mm -hmm. So. mm. Really a privilege. Mm. As so many artists have soul roots. I mean, Aretha. Oh, May she rest in peace. You know, she's a GMA Hall of Famer. I just don't doubt it at all. And she should be. Yeah. That's deep gospel roots. Did you ever meet her? Never met her. Mm-hmm. We inducted her into the Hall of Fame, and she sent a, a video acceptance. Nice speech, yeah. Nice, the queen. That's the queen. Well, mm-hmm. so Verity, you ended with Verity and so, came back yes, to Nashville. I uh, Verity actually brought me back to Nashville, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I got downsized because you know the music industry has been shrinking. <sighs> no. Really? Amazing. Mm. I mean, it used to be when we were at Star Song, we'd have those sales conferences and our boss, Dan Mosier, would tell the salesmen, you know, stack them high and watch them fly. Well, now we don't have stores to stack them high in anymore. (laughs) 
<laughs> what is there's got to be some uh, equivalent for streaming you know i don't know i don't know but yeah it's it, <laughs> hit the stream whole, and start to dream it's a whole oh, new I don't know. world it is a whole new world mm, it really is but you know it's still working for people and you know, we're teaching a lot of people, build your tribe, you know, yeah. get, do, write the best that you possibly can, go through our boot camp and learn to write and build your tribe, you know. And well, see, that's the good news. No matter how much or how challenging commerce side of it has been, people are still consuming music more than ever. Yeah. Totally. And people are still creating music more than ever. So true. It's the mon monetization that has kind of been topsy-turvy yeah. and is coming together a little bit easier now. I think so. But, um, yeah, having, there's, God's still birthing new music. More than ever. Creativity is still king. More than and, ever, yeah. um, Still amazed in, you know, the hearing a song from a songwriter hot off the heart has always been my favorite thing. Hmm. There's nothing like hearing um, an artist or writer say, what do you think about this? And having that first listen to knowing, oh, my gosh, the world is going to be singing mm -hmm. this song. Mm. Being able to put words in the mouth of the church to extol our king it's just there's nothing more powerful than that nothing to me i will never forget you know the first time i walked in a room and heard people singing my, the words god had inspired in my life and heart and it's this is it's really pretty amazing so yeah the bible says that we will sing a new song and we're hearing new songs all the time. More than ever, and in, in the last two and a half years since we've had NCS, I'm seeing more and more, Jackie, a groundswell of song. Mm -hmm. It's it's not going away. It's like it, it's well, getting bigger. Yeah. Technology's made it easier for mm -hmm. people to capture their songs too. Mm -hmm. So it's not just you know they're not so many hidden treasures. You know. Technology, the fact that you can record so easily in your bedroom on your iPhone or mm -hmm. your, you know, laptop, um, has really brought to the forefront uh, a lot of great songs. But kudos to you for investing in up-and-coming songwriters mm -hmm. and helping those that feel called to write music and express their faith. Um, because it's a lifeline. Music mm -hmm. is a universal language. Mm -hmm. And it is the only thing that, um, you know, gospel music is not defined by its style, but by its message. Mm -hmm. And so to have this vast array of styles from hip hop to Southern gospel, black gospel and CCM and, on and on, um, to be able to support people who feel called to express music in these various styles, I just love it. And so thank you for dedicating uh -huh. your gifts and talents to helping people hone their craft. Thanks, Jackie. I don't feel like I have a choice. I really feel compelled. You know, we, we came back to Nashville a few years ago not totally knowing what we were going to do. 
Kind of reminiscent of the first time we stumbled into this town in 1983 to take a church job that fell through. $40, no place to live. Oh That's gosh. when I met Gary McSpadden and Bill Gaither. Wow. Yeah, just through a guy that I don't even really know much anymore, but a mutual acquaintance. And they listened to, Gary listened to a couple of my songs. I promised God must have stopped his ears up because it had to be horrible. And he's, they signed me to a contract. And a year later, I was like hired because I'd gotten 19 songs recorded and was wow. I was aggressive. You were on Gaither's Publishing Company? Yeah, Arios. Oh, wow, that's Do you remember awesome. Arios? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then then Gaither bought Half a Star Song and right. then they promoted me to VP of Publishing. No business degree, probably no business doing it, but I was just so <laughs> aggressive and loved writers and I mean, the minute I got saved at 18, I, I knew the first thing I wanted to do was just write a song, a love song for Jesus, mm-hmm. and never knowing it would turn into all this and have the opportunity to encourage people around the world and to help them step into it with or without money, with or without record companies, with or without publishing deals, but just to fulfill their calling, which is what you do here at GMA. I mean, I watch. I was here at Immerse. We had a booth. and watching all those hopefuls come through. So let's go back to you. My wife says I'm a conversational narcissist. So you notice how I got the conversation back on me there for a minute. But now we're gonna put the spotlight back over on you. (laughs) Well, you know, I've never done anything outside of supporting the creation of Christian and gospel music. Hmm. I've always facilitated artistry and you know, Blackaby, uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, There, he did this Bible study called Experiencing God. Oh, absolutely, God. yeah. And one of his principles was find out where God is moving and, and join him. Join him, yeah. And that was kind of my A&R mantra, was just find out, look and see where God is moving. You know, whose hand is he on? Mm. Who's, and, and, and really identify talent like you would identify a symptom you know Mm -hmm. it's like wow that person is attracting others that person is infectious Mm. that person um, is anointed and the craftsmanship is above um, the bar and so I've never done anything else but support artistry And so when I came to GMA, it was kind of like my relationships and my giftings kind of collided because I didn't know anything about being the executive director of a nonprofit. Um, I knew how to do live recordings. And so that parlayed into me knowing how to do an award show. And Hmm. so now I produce the Devil Awards Hmm. every 12 months. Hmm. Every 12 12 months. months. (laughs) They come on. Those little wings just fly around again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, it's the ultimate ultimate compilation. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Because the Devil Awards is the only stage where you can hear all different styles of Christian and gospel music. Hmm. It's that one time a year that we come together as a creative community and share the gospel to the world from this platform because Mm -hmm. it's televised. 
uh, through TBN. Last year, we had um, over 1.7 million viewers. And so from right here at um, the Allen Arena at Lipscomb University, we're able to capture and honor um, God's people Mm. and his message. When I first got here, um, because it was such a tall order, the devil wards. It's it's a it's a big deal. It's a big job. I had to ask God about it. <laughs> What's up with this devil wards Are thing? You Are you sure? really in this? You know. And he gave me that scripture in Matthew five that said that we are to let our light so shine before men, so they can see our good works and glorify the Father in mm. heaven. A good one. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's an award show. I thought you were going to quote like John or something where the heavens opened when Jesus was getting baptized and the Holy Spirit descended like a like a dove. dove. Yeah, no, no, not that no, one. Not that one. Okay, no, this bad one joke. Was Matthew five. This is the. <laughs> it's okay to um, you know I consider our artists like modern day Christian soldiers. Mm. You know they're making sacrifice. They're heeding a call. They're using their talents and gifting, and they're making sacrifice to spread the gospel yeah. to the music. And they're on the front lines mm-hmm. because it's more than a notion um, to live life on the road. And we get to set the stage and um, shine a light on those that are making the most impact over that particular mm, year. It's awesome. And um, glorify the Father in heaven. That's awesome. So you do the doves we and do you also doves. do your conference. And it's coming up on October the 16th. It is. And I was going to mention that. I actually knew that. And, and we want people to buy tickets and come. I know, right? And it's fun. Well, so you're, I, want to, I want to talk about your events, but you are in residence here at Lipscomb, at Lipscomb. University. Yes. And how did that happen? And how? What else is going on here that might be interesting to some of our uh, listeners who might have children who want to go to a university that would be oriented towards Christian music, or maybe they want to. Oh my gosh! You know what I mean? Let's put a plug in for Lipscomb. Lipscomb is awesome. Uh, Doctor Doctor Lowry, the president of Lipscomb, is a man of great vision, and. they not only have taken in the Gospel Music Association and our events, uh, we hold our events here at Lipscomb, but they since started um, what they call their CEA, it's um, their Entertainment and Arts College. And um, Brown Bannister, which is Amy Grant's producer, I mean, he's a legend. From the first. Yeah, Yeah, he's a legend in our world, Um, is the head of their department. And it's just extraordinary, the creativity um, that they're drawing from people like... um, Steve Taylor teaches film over there. Mm -hmm. And so between Brown, 
overseeing the music department and all of the great talent that he's bringing in. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's bringing in current artists to teach the next generation. Mm. And so between Brown Bannister doing the music department and Steve Taylor overseeing their film development, their creative department is very, very awesome. Yeah. And it is exploding. Mm. So Lipscomb's a great place to go to university and it's, um, Right here in the heart of Music City. I know. We'll put a link to um, to to Lipscomb. You know, for those who haven't heard of it, who might be interested, we'll put a link. Yeah. You know, in our show notes, so they can mm-hmm. check it out, as well as to the Gospel Music Association. So, but uh, so it's been quite the learning curve for you in these seven years. Yes. So you do you do the doves, which is televised yeah. and has to be timed down to the second. That's got to be. Just, I don't know, you're coloring your hair or something, you're not gray, but my <laughs> goodness, I mean, that has got to turn every hair on your head white, right? I mean... Yeah, it's it's more than a notion, but um, it's a labor of love, and when it's over, uh, it's that deep sigh of relief, and we're just grateful for TBN um, and their partnership in producing the show, and... Um, our sponsors, we've had some great sponsors pull up alongside us, like Lifeway, uh, Christian Bookstores, Lifeway Worship and Christian Bookstores. And um, we're just constant. Next year is going to be the 50th. Oh, my gosh. And that's so, awesome. Yeah, that's when the, the heat will really get turned up. Yes, it will. Mm. Be able to be. We'll, get, we'll really pull out all the stops. Yeah. So wow. we also do GMA honors. We we like to say here at GMA that we celebrate the past, present, and future. And we do the past by honoring, inducting four people into the GMA Gospel Music Hall of Fame every year and honoring four people within our music community for their philanthropic endeavors. And so we've been... Um, inducting people into the Hall of Fame till, since 1964. Wow, that's amazing. I was here last year when Amy was inducted as well as Natalie for her. Well, they were not inducted. Amy's been inducted for quite some time, but Natalie oh, and she Amy sang. were honored for their philanthropy. That's right. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Natalie uh, has really stood against human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's been amazing. So... Yeah, our artists are they're more than just what you see on the yeah, stage. Yeah. They are putting their hands and um and feet to serving, you know, in a lot of social ways right. as well. And we like to um let people know. Yeah, Amy has camps, right, yes. in the summer. And was that what she was honored for? I remember she sang and she was like she forgot El Shaddai. And it's like, come on, girl. I think come she on. was she was singing <laughs> because we were inducting Bland here. Oh, that's right. I'm getting it all mixed up. But I was there. And, well, you were there. Uh, it was good. I and was you there. saw Amy I, sing. I saw singing. Amy sing. And, uh, <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> so we're going to edit out this part. <laughs> Thank you. We'll edit out my stupidity on this one. That all starts uh, running together. Yeah. Well, let's talk then about, so you've got the Doves, which has got to be So, and we do, okay, so we do GMA Honors. We honor the, uh, celebrate our legacy, and then we celebrate our future 
by serving, speaking into the next generation uh, through Immerse, our three-day music training program, which you were at this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So how many people kind of come to that generally? And We get um, upwards to about 400 registrants. And um, Immerse is for anyone that has an ambition to hone their craft in, in music and or business. And we have a songwriting component. We have um, an artistry component. Uh, there are classes throughout the day. And we have artists that come and share their stories in the evening and perform in mm. And a competition. There's a competition. Right, so yes. people are kind of... I hate calling it a competition, well, but, you yeah. know, I guess you have to... We get it. Yeah. We get it. So you're kind of... You go through different rounds, and right. if you make it all the way through to the end, you win as a performer right. or as a songwriter, right? There's exactly. a song that, that wins. That's awesome. That's and awesome. great prizes. Great prizes. Like, do they get to record a demo, or what What are the prizes? I don't know. No, no. Okay. We'll have to edit that part. We'll edit this part out, too. That's right. <laughs> Or we'll leave the it in the comic relief. change but. from year to year. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great producer. He'll, he'll edit. Okay. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll make us sound great yeah. on this. Bryant, you better make us sound great, buddy. Yeah. So maybe we should pick back up then since we sort of, I won't ask about the prizes, but I did, um, did you say everything you'd like to say about Immerse as far as? Yeah. Okay. All right. You can register at experienceimmerse.com for next year's Immerse. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes, too, and try to get that number going. Yeah. Good. Because we do that every 12 months, too. Yeah. Summertime event, and really, yes. really a lot of fun. And a lot of, I, I like, the, the one I liked was when the songwriters, who might not necessarily be the artist, who yes. sang their song. Yes. I forget what the name of that panel is, but they would sing their song. And they might not all be great singers, but it was awesome to hear the story behind the song yes. and then have the writers perform it. And Yeah, that's the very, Tuesday night songwriter yeah. showcase. It's yeah. the most fun. And one of the things that I, well, we do also, we do demo derby. We do a lunch called Demo Derby. And so people, registrants can submit their demo and we've got a couple of um, songwriters that will listen and critique it on the spot. So it can be a little nerve wracking. Yeah. But you get an honest critique from an experienced, you know, songwriter. And so that's always fun. And then one of the things that I do that I love is I do an open mic night at the end of Monday and Tuesday night. After all is said and done, it's like 9 30, 10 o'clock. We do an open mic so anybody that wants to sing their song can, they got three minutes and I'm the, the narrator. So if you go over three minutes, bam, I'm the hook. Wow. Yeah. So that's a lot. You're the real hook of the song. I'm the real <laughs> <laughs> But it's oh. so much fun. Yeah. I, I bet you have a heavy, mic night. I bet you have a heavy participation. We did. Don't you? Yeah. Mm. All those late nighters. Ugh. Still have a little energy left to sing their song. I know, right? 
Well, okay, so you've got these great events that you're constantly like planning for. Doves are coming up, then uh, Immerse will be back next summer. And, you know, it, the coordination alone, I mean, we do events too, much smaller. Ours are limited to 30, our NCS weekend intensives, but I know the work that goes into just getting all the marketing and the promotion and the coordination, the venue, you know, all the, the, the talent, the clinicians, it is just an astounding amount of work. And people don't realize, you know, what goes into it's a lot. spreadsheets and all the emails and phone calls and, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is, but um, my hat's off to, we're a very small team here at the GMA and just, Justin Fratt is head of operations here. And nice I guy. call him bionic because he's incredibly creative and administrative and personable and he, he loves Super. God and he loves people. Yeah. So it's go. amazing what we're able to accomplish. And then Alexandra um, is our head of marketing and she just, she's just a genius too They're when it good. comes to helping to get the word out mm -hmm. on our limited budget. Yeah. But aside from our events, the GMA is also a membership association because it is important for us as a community of faith-based creative people to um, unite, you know, for the sake of advocacy um, the GMA serves as the voice of Christian and gospel music on Capitol Hill. And we also, um, it's important f for us to be united. You know, we may all be different, different styles, different demographics, but we have a common denominator and that we are called to spread the gospel through mm. music. And so um, I just want to encourage anybody that's out there to consider becoming a member of the GMA because it's important for their voice to be heard. Mm -hmm. It's important for them to be plugged in to what uh, our community, our creative community is doing. And it's important for us to know what they're doing so that we can um, be united front. Yeah, it's so true. Thank you for that advocacy and for everything you're doing for Christian songwriters and artists and producers and just creatives, you know, that are that are gospel centric, yeah. you know, in this whole thing, because we need it and we need what you do. Talk a little bit about the mission statement. I was trying to remember it. I, re I was going over it before I came here today to to talk with you, but it's, and you, you already referenced part of it in the sense that it honors the past and the legacy, but it's very present and, uh, you know, honoring what is happening right now, yeah. but future as well. But it, it encompasses not the creatives, yes, but also the industry itself and trying to forward sales and recognition and, and all of that kind of thing. So, Yeah, our mission is to expose, promote, and celebrate the gospel through music. There you go. And we do that, as I've said, through our events and advocacy. Um, but shining a light on our industry and being the voice of our industry is... Um, 
really an important part of what we do. Mm. And you do it very well. Thank you, John. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think you've already said what, you know, uh, th- there's an importance in belonging. I think there's power in belonging. It is. I we, think are, to, we are a body. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so to be part of the Gospel Music Association is to help to, um, what did you say, promote and celebrate and whatever. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to join with you in that way by becoming GMA members. I am a GMA member, and I recommend it for everybody listening and to to just kind of be part of a bigger voice. Yeah, be plugged for in. the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. Come to immerse. Come to the doves, and then you also have um, part of uh, your a, a thrust for young. Younger professionals in the music business next, yes, right? we do. What's yes. that about? Well, we're as um, Immerse really does a lot of folks on the creatives. Uh, next is about our young Christian executives. Mm-hmm. You know, because God is calling us to be salt and light in the world. And um, to be able to... Um, unite with other young executives, young and up and coming executives, um, and exchange stories and experiences and to being able to call on one another and to know each other and, and to um, just share, network. It's really important. So is it a program that somebody joins, or how does it work? Next is for it. We can't go, John. It's for those that are under thirty. Come on, Jackie. Yeah, I've had to tell the best of peep friends that I'm they cannot attend. Good. Next, I'm you do look good, good, John, but you know you can't go. Uh. It's um, for those under thirty, and it's typically a panel, and or a speaker, yeah. and networking. So I could come speak. I could come. Yeah, there you go. I could come speak. Yeah, there I could you talk go. about surviving thirty plus years in the music business. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Typically, they're even younger than us that are speaking. Oh so, gosh. Okay. Yeah, so. I could talk about uh, facial regimen and how to stave off the aging process. process. There you go. I could do that. There I you could go. do that. You, you know, looks are everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> You edit that part out. <laughs> edit that part out. <laughs> uh, so these are events so that you have sometimes. Yes, they're are... quarterly events oh, okay. that take place here in Nashville. And then we also have our ministry to band wives. Rather than calling them tour widows, we choose to call them band wives. Nice. And so our band wife brunch is... Um, brunch where we have a speaker because you know there's scripture that talks about older women speaking into younger Mm -hmm. women and so we kind of follow that premise but you know there are a lot of families that come to nashville to pursue the husband or wife's call to music and um they leave their support systems and the wives are at home taking care of the home fires and the kids while a hubby or spouse is out spreading the gospel. Yeah, having fun, being on stage. And so we realize that these um, women have a very unique needs. They're they're different than soccer moms in a lot of ways. 
And so we want to we want to provide a, a gathering place for them. We want to share resources with them. We want them to know each other. We want them. Uh, we provide uh, drop off daycare so that they can drop the kids off and be with grown ups. And then um, we have a speaker. We've had Michael W. Smith's wife and. Stephen Curtis Chapman's wife and Bill Gaither's, Gloria Gaither's nice. come spoken. Nice. Um, and we just provide a, a time to break bread and have a latte. And There you go. And know your other partners in, in the struggle. Yeah. Well, and that's very, very important. Well, thank you so much for giving us some insights today into the Gospel Music Association. We'll drop links into the show notes so people can check out the website and uh, look at Immerse, look at the Doves coming up October 16, and maybe say a little prayer for Jackie. Oh yeah, we need prayer. We need need prayer, baby. (laughs) Everybody does, but yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, uh, we're almost to the 1st of September, and so you're six weeks-ish away, and it's, it's a big deal. I, thank you for taking a little bit of time with me to even do this show today. Absolutely. And uh, we sure wish you the best And here at the GMA. Well, thanks for coming, John. It's good to be able to reminisce I know. about the good old days and still looking forward to all that God has for the future. Awesome. Absolutely. You too, and we know He does. He has a, He's given us a future and a hope. Thanks for listening in today on the Song Revolution Podcast. If you're wanting to take your songwriting to the next level, be sure to jump over to NashvilleChristianSongwriters.com right now to check out all the valuable resources that we have there for you, especially NCS Membership, where you can go deeper into a community of like-minded songwriters and tap into encouraging blogs, videos, powerful masterclasses, and a whole lot more to get you where you really want to go. I'll see you next time.